Guitarathon is the greatest guitar sale on earth, and it's happening now. Get massive savings on a huge selection of electric and acoustic guitars, basses, amps, pedals, and other accessories. Get select Ernie Ball strings, three for ten. Save $100 on a Fender Special Edition Strat, or get a Yamaha acoustic for just $199. Plus, get special financing on select major brands. Don't miss these incredible deals. Available online and in store now through November 1st. Guitarathon, only at Guitar Center. Find your sound. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a May 9th, Tuesday morning edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer at many places. Press, Blazers Edge, BLGM, former Blazers beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian. Welcome back to Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find a wide variety of shows covering the NBA, NFL. We have 29 teams in the NBA covered. The only team we don't have covered is the Nets. Uh, we have every NFL team covered. The draft happened a couple of weeks ago. I know the NFL is starting to ramp up now, so. Uh, make sure to find the podcast for your favorite NFL team on the Lockdown Podcast Network. And, of course, you can listen to me talking about the Blazers and uh, our rotating crew of guests on occasion here on Lockdown Blazers. Uh, we are doing this podcast uh, less frequently right now. Uh, I think we're going to start going to two times a week just because – the schedule, the way it's breaking out is, uh, you know, with with how the off season's kind of going to flow here, uh, there's going to be a lot less news uh, coming through on the Blazers o- over these next couple of weeks until we get into the draft uh, and draft workouts, the draft lottery. Uh, so, so there are going to be important moments that we must mark as we march forward here through the offseason, but uh, we aren't going to be doing this as much. But, of course, when we get to free agency, when we get to that, when we, there's a lot more stuff happening in the league, summer league, all that stuff, we will have all of that covered. So uh, we will ramp up our frequency around the draft, around draft workouts, free agency, all that stuff. But uh, for right now, for the next couple of weeks, I think we're just going to go to two times a week, uh, trying to do them on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So uh, just an update for you on how we're going to try and break out this schedule just because right now there's just not a whole lot of Blazers news. And I, I, and I hope y'all understand, but today is not one of those days. Uh, yesterday, Monday was actually quite the day for Portland trailblazers news. And let's start with the most important one for the blazers on court future. And that is that Alan crab is going to undergo Surgery on the fifth metatarsal on his left foot for a stress reaction. Uh, the Blazers announced that Crab would undergo that surgery yesterday in a press release. Uh, this is the same foot that Crab had a, to wear a walking boot on in the final week of the regular season, if you recall, that held him out of the final three games. Uh, 
when they looked at it, they revealed that there was some inflammation, and that was kind of the last we heard of it. He was in a walking boot. He was taking care of it. He was trying to be healthy for the playoffs, but uh, it appears that after further investigation, further diagnosis, maybe getting a second opinion, I'm not entirely sure of, of the process behind what happened with Crab, but the result was that they found that he had a stress reaction in the fifth metatarsal of his left foot, and he is going to undergo surgery now to improve that. And that is a big deal for many reasons. One, Alan Crabb was the best three-point shooter on the Blazers. He signed a big contract last summer, and... In my opinion, he is uh, the most attractive trade asset on this team, uh, you know, outside of C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard in terms of, uh, you know, the fact that he can score, he can shoot, and he's an elite three-point shooter. When he's engaged, he's a very good defender, in my opinion. I know that there's a lot of people that have differing opinions on, on whether Crab is a good defender or not, but I, I think it's all a difference of, of effort when it comes to him. So... Crab is important in in that respect uh, because now the Blazers were finally going to be able to to move him uh, in July when his when it's the one year anniversary of him signing his new deal uh, because NBA rules stipulate that if you're a restricted free agent and you get offered by another team and your team matches that uh, you have the ability to waive any trade for a year so that one year anniversary is coming up in july but now uh portland may be a little hamstrung uh with their ability to move him if teams want to make sure that that foot is going to heal correctly that it's not going to become a a long-term problem and obviously teams probably are going to have concerns now it's not to say that injured players can't be traded because uh, as long as the team knows what they're getting, they can. Uh, Andrew Bogut a couple of years ago was traded when he was injured from the Bucks to the Warriors uh, earlier this season. The Cavaliers traded uh, Chris Anderson to the Charlotte Hornets. He was injured. Uh, Portland was trying to trade Festus Azili. To the to a bunch of teams for to try and get some cap relief and uh, maybe get something back in return to help a team that maybe needed more salary to get to the salary floor, uh, but that didn't happen. But still, uh, what it comes down to is that no team is going to want to trade for Allen Crabb. I don't think as the centerpiece of a trade without knowing how healthy his foot is. And ultimately, we're not going to know how healthy his foot is until training camp when he can start to play again. So, uh, or, or at least when we are seeing him playing again. Who knows how long it's going to take. But uh, Chris Haynes from ESPN.com did report that Crab is expected to be ready for the start of the 2017-18 season. So a uh, couple of months recovery time for Crab is what it sounds like, but he should be able to be back on the court, which is, is good news. But 
Uh, it sucks for him that he's had to deal with that, and uh, probably also it also sucks for him that he likely was playing through this injury in the postseason. So uh, that is uh, another factor that uh, I guess maybe we just didn't really know was that Crab uh, he was playing hurt, but I guess we just did not know how hurt he was, and it turns out that he was playing through a stress reaction in his foot. So uh, which. Yeah, I think is basically what they call a stress fracture now. Maybe I'm wrong, uh, but it it seems it's a, it's a foot thing that he has to get surgery on, uh, and it, it seems like there there's something really important there that they need to deal with. So, uh, Crab undergoing surgery. Oh yeah, and just for reference, his playoffs this year uh, way worse than his postseason production last year. He shot 37.5 percent in the postseason, and he shot 23 percent from three after shooting 41% from three in the regular season. So uh, maybe he was playing hurt, and maybe that explains why he had such a difficult time in the playoffs, other than the fact that the Warriors are great and destroy everybody. The Warriors, by the way, swept the Jazz last night in Utah in pretty uh, dominant fashion, not quite as dominant as the Game 4 closeout here in Portland where they... Uh, went up by 30 you know almost immediately but uh the jazz hung around but i think overall uh portland actually did okay for themselves in comparison to utah granted there were a couple of major blowouts in uh the portland series for golden state but uh on, on the other hand portland at least led for extended periods of time they had a 17 point lead in game three and and I don't think you I think Utah's biggest lead in the entire series was seven points. So uh, while Portland ultimately got waxed and they actually their point differential overall was worse, uh, it felt like they had better moments in the series. Uh, but either way, a sweep's a sweep, and you're kind of just parsing semantics, which is kind of just what we do with Golden State now. It's just like what what we just parse it down to did they how much did they lose by how much uh you know what's the margin of victory it's like the old bcs debates and for those of you who remember the bcs in college football where margin of victory was uh once a factor in determining where teams were ranked and now uh it seems like everybody except for the warriors and the Cavs, it seems like has been reduced to well we didn't lose by this much we led them by this much so uh Another team gets swept by the Warriors, and I think uh, Houston or San Antonio, they both have a chance But right now it, it, to win a game. But that's basically what we're asking is can a team get on the board against the Warriors, which is pretty crazy. But uh, back to the story that we were talking about, Alan Crabb undergoing surgery on his left foot, the same left foot that he was – resting the final week of the regular season for he played through it in the playoffs but it appears that he's going to have the foot repaired so uh, Alan Crabb undergoing surgery probably hurts his trade value in the summer but uh good news for him is that it's going to be supposed to be healthy he's supposed to be back in the regular season he's supposed to be back and you know Portland uh needs to have good Alan Crabb for their current 
state and for potentially to, to move him in the future as an asset. Uh, so yeah, Alan Crabb undergoing surgery, big story that happened yesterday. And the other big story that happened yesterday, uh, had to do with the release of the Portland Trailblazers logo. But before we get to that, uh, I want to talk to you guys about my favorite ticket website, SeatGeek. Buying tickets online for sports and concerts has been a confusing process for a long time. It's always been hard to find the best deal for that game or show you want to go to, and none of those older ticket sites want to change that. But SeatGeek is different. They've come along and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell their tickets. We got Timbers games. We got Thorns games. We got baseball up in Seattle. Things are, the weather's nice. Get outside and enjoy some of those events. Maybe some outdoor concerts here in Oregon now that the weather's starting to get a little bit nicer. Uh, I've used SeatGeek many times. Uh, One of the best times I can remember was when my friends came to town over the holidays. We went and got tickets to the Blazers-Raptors game the day after Christmas. Looked up on the SeatGeek app on my phone, looked at the ticket prices, found the best deal, and uh, it really just made the whole process easier for me and my friends. And we got to the game, we had fun, and uh, the whole thing was hassle-free thanks to SeatGeek. And they have the deal score that rates the deals from 1 to 100, with 100 being the best and 1 being the worst. And they make sure that you get the most bang for your buck. So... They really just save you time and money and find you the best deal. SeatGeek is great. They check multiple ticket sites, and that's how they do it. But the best thing about SeatGeek is that my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. And to get that $20 rebate, download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code and enter promo code LOBLAZERS, and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOBLAZERS today. So uh, the big story about the Blazers logo uh, was finally unearthed. We've been hearing about the potential rebrand of the Trailblazers for a while, and we finally got it. And as it was promised from the Blazers organization, it was a subtle change, uh, not really all that different. It's the same the pinwheel looks pretty much the same. Uh, they changed the font a little bit on uh, Portland Trailblazers. The P now has like a little bit of a flag uh, over on the left side of it in Portland. Uh, but the most important change, in my opinion, was they finally got rid of silver on the Blazers logo, which was a very weird and late 90s, early 2000s thing that... The Blazers, for the most part, had stayed away from, but there was a trend in the late 90s and early 2000s, especially in the NBA with team logos and team colors where they were like, well, what do colors actually mean to our franchise? Do we have to adhere to that? And so all these teams started doing all kinds of weird stuff with weird colors. Uh, The Detroit Pistons, it went with teal. And they had a horse on their on their logo. Uh, they had the Houston Rockets. They went to a navy blue thing with like this really fierce looking rocket that had teeth. There was a lot of weird stuff happening in the late 90s and early 2000s. And 
in the 2002-03, I think is it was was when the Blazers went to that, you know, looked like a little bit edgier pinwheel where they had it with silver instead of instead of black with red, and then they had it imposed on a black background with like this trapezoid thing that a lot of other teams and other markets had to use still because it uh, it had been the logo for such a long time and was uh, the first logo as well for was the official logo kind of as we ushered into this digital age with social media and team websites and all these things that are totally normal now that didn't really exist uh, when the Blazers originally made their logo, but now they've gotten rid of that silver, they've gotten rid of that black trapezoid thing that the pinwheel was sitting on uh they have red on top of the pinwheel and they have white uh on the bottom with a kind of a black outline and i think it's much better in my opinion uh the the logo is classic it's one of the great things about the trailblazers franchise is how iconic the pinwheel logo is of course uh, the the stand up pinwheel is every it seems like it's everyone's favorite the old school 70s logo uh, the way it is now is it's kind of angled instead of standing up but uh, it, you know it kind of looks like it's almost mid roll as a pinwheel like that it's on the Oregon Trail it's on the road uh, so that's kind of how it looks now but uh, I, I like it, uh, even though they didn't go back to the straight-up 70s logo, uh, which obviously is great, and I think they should use more if they possibly can. Uh, I know that the NBA has a lot of rules about uh, how many times a team can wear their heritage jerseys or how many team how many times a team can wear a throwback, unless you are LeBron James's team. But I think they should try and incorporate that somehow, maybe some some more merch. I mean, they have plenty of merch, but I, I would like to see it on court, but obviously there are NBA rules that prevent that. I expect that the rip city jerseys will, uh, still be a feature. However, uh, with Nike taking over the, uh, official licensing and the, the jerseys for the NBA next season, uh, it remains to be seen whether the sleeves will stay. I don't think that they will, since that seemed like it was kind of an Adidas mandate, but uh, we'll, we'll see how that all unfolds, but the, the rip city jerseys obviously are a big hit. They, the players love playing in them. They, they all, they always seem to do well. It seems to get a little bit of the energy. And, uh, I think by all accounts, they're the only sleeve Jersey that anybody likes. So, uh, if they stay that that's great, but, uh, some of the old school pinwheel appearances would be cool to get from time to time, but obviously, uh, the blazers, and every team in the NBA, mostly unless LeBron plays for them, usually has to adhere to some kind of limit on how many times they use a throwback jersey or how many times they they can wear uh, you know different alternate jerseys because uh, Portland has a lot of great ones and you know, if you ever play NBA 2K where you can get to choose how many cool jerseys they have, uh, that that's always fun. So. Uh, I, I like those a lot, but the Blazers logo is out. It's new. You can buy gear now from the Blazers team store uh, with the new pinwheel. And then 
towards the the summer as we get closer to the NBA season, then we'll maybe start seeing some of those new designs from Nike uh, with the Nike uniforms, how they change things, how the pinwheel looks on there, maybe what sponsor the Blazers are going to have on their jersey, which of course is still something that uh, has yet to be announced and uh, maybe could sway someone wearing the jerseys because all the teams are going to have sponsors next year uh, with patches. A couple of teams have had them. Uh, The Celtics, I believe, have GE as a sponsor. So we'll see. Uh, Maybe maybe send me me who you think is going to be the sponsor on the jerseys. Let's play a game since it's the summer and – or it's the offseason and we're not going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. Let me know which which, – which – companies or corporations you think are going to sponsor the Blazers jerseys I know they've had a lot of uh there's a lot of options but uh, I think maybe be a fun game to play of which uh sponsors may end up on the Blazers jerseys I guess as, as as something as we wait for uh more stuff to unfold but Alan Crabb undergoing surgery on his left foot the Blazers get a new logo uh it's the offseason for everybody else uh, looks like CJ McCollum, he was obviously on ESPN, but he was also, uh, looks like if you check Snapchat, he was in Mexico with Damian Lillard and Tim Frazier. Uh, so they're having a great time. Most people seem like they're enjoying their vacation other than Crab, it seems like who has to deal with surgery, but, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for Blazers news. I have a little bit of a plug. I wrote something for real GM, that went up yesterday. Uh, I have been working on it for a while. It is a story about Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum and David Vanterpool, the Blazers' assistant coach who works closest with them. And more broadly, it's a story about player development in the NBA and maybe what can teams learn from how C.J. and Dame have developed. But uh, I did quite a bit of reporting on it. C.J. and Dame both kind of uh, let me in a little bit to their process about how they work out, how they learn things from each other in the lab, so to speak. And uh, Vanterpool also was phenomenal throughout the whole piece and uh, gave just invaluable insight into how important both guys have been to each other's growth. There's some uh, stats in there that kind of illustrates what I'm talking about uh, instead of, you know, not just observationally or anecdotally that I've noticed this, but there are stats to back up. Uh, basically the story is, you know, how they've learned from each other and how the Blazers are basically trying to clone one into the other, uh, and learning, you know, taking the, the best aspects of Dame and trying to apply them to CJ and taking the best aspects of CJ and trying to apply them to Dame. And, uh, some of the results this year, um, were very interesting and kind of can make you see that a little bit. So, uh, check out my piece on realgm.com. Uh, it's on the front page still, so uh, definitely check it out. Uh, would really appreciate the read, uh, and thank you for not judging me for my shameless plug. But you know, I, I only write so often these days, and especially with this much reporting, so I think it's worth uh, a read. Uh, so I think that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please subscribe to the podcast on itunes stitcher audio boom google play tune in fm wherever you can get a podcast we are there leave us a five-star review if you can we're doing this twice a week for the next couple of weeks 
Tuesday and Thursday. So we will be back on Thursday with another edition of the Lockdown Blazers podcast. And of course, if any news breaks uh, similar to the crab stuff, uh, we'll have extra podcasts as necessary. So uh, got some playoff games, 2-2 series, Aldridge and the Spurs head back home. They're playing the Rockets tonight. That should be a very, I hope it will be a very good game. These playoffs have been very disappointing in terms of the lack of close games. So I'm hoping that we get one tonight in Spurs Rockets. I'm hoping we get one on Wednesday in Wizards Celtics. So uh, hopefully we're going to get some good playoffs. But if not, it is uh, going to be good to have some nice weather in the Pacific Northwest. And no matter what, we will be back here on Thursday for another edition of Locked On Blazers. So until then... It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17